Thumb. I would be fully engorged. Okay. If Jason Stewart has a podcast, then we've gone too far. I'll lay you the fuck out, bitch. That's the sound of a serial killer and or Chad walking through the woods. Welcome. It is the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com, the Bachelor Lifestyle podcast. I'm Brian Beckner, joined, as always, by Fancy Sauce Kate McManus. Hello. Hi there. And, of course, Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Hey. Let's get right into it. Two nights back to back. I didn't realize, and I don't know why, but there's no Bachelor next week. So we got, we were subjected to or treated to, depending on I'm gonna your, say treated your to. perspective, to I four am exhausted from that. hours. I think, they, um, I think they had to account for the NBA Finals. Right. That's what I was wondering. Um, yeah, there must be a game in the way next week. So... Um, Let's get into it. Kate, All right. what, hap- what happened this Last week on our four tonight, hours of Bachelorette? Um, was the culmination of what I like to refer to as Chad Sanity. Monday night's episode included several highlights, but entirely revolved around Chad's dynamic with the other guys in the house, culminating in some half-real violence. Um, it was suggested that a security guard was specifically hired to keep an eye on the house because of Chad. Um, Chris Harrison had to step in and have an entirely bullshit conversation with hold him. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to interrupt. Yes. Um, that security guard was a tub of shit. Would you agree, <laughs> Jason Stewart? Yeah, I don't think that security guard was going to be able to stand up to Chad. Or I don't think he was able to stand up to that pussy, Evan. No, no, that was not. That was like a bumbling Evan, fatty. Evan is the hugest pussy in the house. Am I right? Huge pussy. You know he was about to cry over that bloody nose. Okay. He had two bloody noses. They hire security guard. All right. Um, well, first of all, Chase has a one-on-one date. They do some kind of awkward hot yoga date with all these kind of like sexual poses, but it works out for him because they make out. Um, that was pretty hot. Chase is pretty simp. Yoga- he tells her that um, he feels completed with her. Yoga in general is pretty sexual. and Well, she was, was straddling a- him at one yeah, point and they yeah. were doing these kind of like their noses were touching yes. and they were breathing, doing like um, coordinated breathing in and out. Into and then it. he And then he went in for the kiss. Yeah. Yeah. This is my question. Yeah. I, I, I don't. You know, Kate, you've you've produced some uh, some TV in your time. That's right. Do they um do they like strap him down? Like put like a jock strap. This is my on first question. Sometimes you can cup there's, there's it. No way that he's not he's not full. Well, when you're it. actually acting, like the actress might have a talk, and like it's kind of like you know if that happens, no big deal. Like they know other people might feel a little more self conscious, so they might cup it. I mean, if that was a if. It just depends on the on the person, really. I'd the be actor. I, if I were in Chase's position there, in the straddle position, he had tight yoga pants on. I would be fully engorged. Okay, moving on. Chase was engorged for sure. Um, I mean, I'd be, I'd be worried if he wasn't. There yeah, was that like uh, that thing they do on The Bachelor now. They 
they have like private concerts. It was some guy called Josh Kelly was performing. Is that the guy that's married to Catherine Heigl? She's married to a guy called Josh Ke- Kelly. I don't know why I know that. It's always this quasi kind of Awkward. country, folky, like bad music. Always. It's always the same Awkward. genre. You don't know the songs and they have to pretend like they're really into it. They're like, oh my God, Josh Kelly. Like they'd ever heard of him before. It was. We had two of those this week and they were both terrible. Um, You're right. And, and they all seem to fall into the exact same category. Genre, yeah. yep. Well, it's not country, but it is, and it's very for white people. Yes, agreed. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I've never, ever, ever heard of any of these people. Anyway, moving on, there's a group date. Chad's in the group date, and he announces that he would rather not go on the group date and just wait for a one-on-one. And that's a fine. That's a fine comment. But all the guys are so sensitive, and they, like, are so offended by everything Chad says and his whole demeanor. And here's the thing: they with all Ch- start whinging about it. Here's the thing with Chad: he, yes, he's a sociopath and he's scary, and he probably, if he hasn't already, will at some point commit a murder. But a lot of times, unfortunately, it's the way he presents himself because a lot of the shit he says is true. He does make a lot of sense. Why would you want to go on a group for the, date for the most part when he's not like? threatening people with violence like he's just being honest like and all these guys are such little bitches who cares if chad doesn't want to go on a group date all of them would rather not have to go on group every every single one of them does the tiger woods fist pump when they get selected for a group date group dates are bad one-on-one dates are good it's the it's the very reason why i have such a man crush on chad he he def- defies convention. Like he does things you're not supposed to do on reality TV, which is the genius in his casting. The genius in his casting. Right. I, he really I, he I said breaks this, all the rules. I said this on local radio today. And by the way, I need to uh, sidebar here. Petros Papadakis um, used me as an example that there are too many uh, Bachelor shows, reports, podcasts. And I think he actually said if Jason Stewart has a podcast – then we've gone too far. So oh. I want to shout out to Petros wow. for ins- insulting me. <laughs> that is hurtful. I told him that um, I Chad is is the greatest reality TV character in the history of television. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. So there's there's a definite um, <clears throat> there's a definite beef broiling between Chad and Evan. Um, Chad likes to pick on Evan because he's the weakling of the group. So they're riding in the limo. They're on the way to the um, group date. Someone says they need that they need to work in a team all together. And then Jordan says, whatever the team chat is on, let's hope it's a bench press team and not a spelling team. Uh, that's pretty good. That, all the guys start laughing because that's a pretty sick burn. There's no way, there's no way Jordan came up with that on his own. Right. Um, so that's when it kind of starts. There's a lot of shit talking and then Alex gets involved because we all know like Alex has a big problem with Chad. Yeah. Alex really wants to fight Chad. Um, and Alex says to the camera the next day that he doesn't think Chad's there for the right reasons. Yeah. Anyway, the group date is a performance at a local theater. The guys have to come up with funny sexual stories, like personal stories, and tell them on stage to an audience, which includes JoJo and the rest of the guys. Um, so I'm sure the producers put Evan up to this, but basically like he gets up on stage and tries to, he does this takedown story that involves steroids which is obviously um, aimed at Chad. It was steroid it, use, like makes you um, 
it wasn't especially funny, but it, it was it was pretty ballsy. But it was about it erectile dysfunction relating to steroid use. After Chad and his vascularity. Anyway, then Chad gets up to do his thing, and Evan is trying to get back in the same row as Chad, and Chad kind of puts a hand up, like, wait a minute for me to get out. But little Evan just pushes his way past, and this really infuriates Chad. So Chad grabs the back of Evan's T-shirt and rips it on the way past. Jason Stewart, nobody's buying Chad's, oh, Evan pushed me, so I had to grab him by the shirt. Chad, clearly trying to intimidate, barely able to contain his rage at that point, right? I, You know what? And uh, I might come off as, as a Chad supporter oh here. God, but sober. yep. But I looked at it today in slow-mo. I went direct TV slow-mo. Frame by frame. And Evan does, as you said, as you described it, I agree. It, Kate, That's push, what I saw. Push, he pushes Chad. That's what I saw. He's antagonizing he, yeah. Chad the bear. Right. Right. He, he, he was beckoning for some kind of a reaction yeah. in front of Jojo, in front of, because, because Evan went right to Jojo to, to say hi. And great Evan job. feels pumped up because he just delivered so, this story that got some laughs. 140 pound Evan is really feeling himself. He was. And 260 sure. pound Chad yeah. is just the, reacting. Okay. That, that, okay. that, that vagina's got some balls every once in a while. Yeah. But I, I do but think that Chad's theory, got a point. This makes Chad yeah. really mad that Evan did that. Right. So afterwards, oh, so anyway, Chad goes on stage and instead of delivering a story, he kind of says some nonsense about how there's um, no past, only future. And he gets Jojo up on stage and he tries to kiss her in front of everyone, but she gives him the cheek and everyone's like cheering. Yeah, um, he, he went for full mouth rate. At his failure. So Chad's a complete narcissist who misreads situations completely. He's, um, he's, anyway. he's a maniac. He's constantly on a, on a, just, just below the boiling point. Yes, like he's agreed. ready to fucking explode. Right. And second. he does kind of explode. Like he gets out after this is all done. They walk out. He punches the studio metal door in anger. His arm, his hands bleeding. The guys are all high-fiving and hugging it out. Chad immediately approaches Evan, pushes him, and tells him he's going to kill him. Cla- cla- you're going to die. Classic like meathead move, punch the open door, because the open door gives. Like, it's like it's a ballsy move. You're going to cut your hand a little bit, but there's not. you're not going to break any bones. And, yeah. and I will say that this is where, this is, uh, this is Chad's, um, what do you call it, fatal flaw, is that Everything comes back to threatening someone's life, yeah. threatening yes. to knock the teeth yes. out of somebody. It's like well, he's I, I really 60. wish that yeah. there was a there's a little bit of drawback on the threatening because he has such great things to say about everybody. He he cuts everyone up, but when he when he crosses that line, it's like there's just no way we can continue with this sociopath. So he just doesn't know he doesn't. The great thing about him is he he doesn't know the line. But right. the worst thing about him is he doesn't know the line I, because I there's like, no future. I like that Jay Stu is much like, <laughs> much like JoJo has the Stockholm syndrome and totally. is like, no, you, listen, you guys don't understand Chad. Wait, I can fix him. Yeah, I know what to I've, do here. I've seen the good side of Chad. Yes, you guys don't know. I can. Don't I worry. Will say, I can though, fix him. I agree with Chad. Evan is a little obsessed with him. Yeah, right? so is Alex. Um. So then what happens? Oh, and in an interesting turn of events, Chad claims that Evan is the one bullying him. And all he yeah. wants is for Evan to leave him alone. He starts playing the victim, which is pretty smart. Textbook narcissist. As antagonistic as Chad is, he hasn't actually been the one to start shit with any of the guys. They Textbook just can't deal with him. Sociopath. They don't know what to do about yeah. it. 
Um, so basically the group day turns into the nighttime portion. Evan tells Jojo that if Chad stays, he is going, which I'm sure a producer's put him up to as well. Bitch like, how move. does he think that that's going to work move. out? Don't talk about the other dude. You're trying to win. Talk about yourself. It's always a good play in any walk of life to give an ultimatum when you're not you're not working from a, a standpoint of being on the higher ground. Right. Just give an ultimatum. And uh, be- before before Evan gave the ultimatum, can I talk about one thing that I think yes. they've made this in every episode thing now? Mm-hmm. They again have the uh, interview portion with JoJo spewing cliches, and this one it's um, she says, you know, it's just important to have someone who will make me smile. Make me feel special. I want a best friend. Yeah. I want to oh feel safe. They, they, yes. The producers yeah. feed these girls and guys the same the same stuff, the same lines every season. Yes. Um. So, Jojo talks to Chad. He kind of like talks her down, and then she takes Evan aside and gives him the group date rose, and then kisses him on the mouth. That's so that gross. was that was the pity fuck of roses. Totally. That was the rose version of. Pity so they sex. rejoin the the other guys, and um, Chad sees that Evan has a rose. He can't believe his eyes. He interrupts JoJo to ask her. If, he goes, "Is this a real scenario? <laughs> like, are you actually vibing this guy?" It was so. That was brilliant yeah, to me. It was no, no one has ever done that on this show, again, male or female. Again, that is a that is a solid honest reaction yes but, yes but it's coming from a sociopath maniac so it's harder to uh, um process or it's harder to acknowledge uh if a normal person were saying that it would be more funny but since chad is a crazy person it's it comes off also as a producer would probably funny. put her up to it but either way i give jojo props for setting this up and giving the evan the rose just to see how chad would react yeah that yeah and I think that um, the maybe the best line of the night, or maybe the most pathetic line of the night, and if you go back and listen to the sound, if our listeners can find it, you could rewind it and listen to it many times. Evan, after he gets kissed by JoJo, and it was a total sympathy kiss. Oh, it, there was yeah. nothing behind it. Yes. He, he says, "My kids are going to be so proud of me." <laughs> and then, he, and then, it, under his breath, he says, "Kids, guess what? Daddy made out with JoJo." Yeah. Yeah, Huge it's pussy. so cringeworthy. Huge pussy. As <laughs> it, as if this guy's goatee and ha- haircut and script <laughs> quote arm wrap tattoo uh, and, and erectile dysfunction playing with dicks as a job weren't his <laughs> weren't already a big enough drawback for him. He's uh, he's then he opens his mouth again, again, Chad, with another great line right after this whole thing happened. Chad says that Evan looks like the gay guy from the fifth element. <laughs> it's a great line. It's a great line. Um, I don't know. Then there's all this stuff about um, Derek Krasinski. Oh, John Krasinski. John yeah. Krasinski. Derek is Chad's roommate. He says he doesn't feel safe sharing a room with Chad. So he moves out. Then they get a security guard to watch over them. And I don't know, a lot of nonsense. Oh, Um, I I totally agree with Derek. Like Chad could easily pillow you to death, (laughs) asphyxiate you in your sleep. No problem. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, but at that point, Derek and Chad didn't have any beef. They only yeah. have beef after Derek. I don't moved think out it matters. Yeah, continue. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, then next one on one date, it was with Jojo and James Taylor. Um, I don't know. It's some really dorky 40s um, themed date. Awful. They're dressed in They're 40s. They're in a T-bird. Outfits and a T-bird. There's some awful swing dancing. Yeah. Um, he breaks out the guitar. Nothing worse than swing like, I, <laughs> No, there's not. I fit. She feels like maybe he's gonna stay in the friend zone, but then he manages to play her a song on the guitar. Gets out his guitar. And it's in the trunk the know, whole time. They are kissing and they're out of the friend zone. Awful. It, it's terrible. like it's like one of those things where, as he's telling her his, the story of his childhood and how he was kind of beat up and made fun of, and he obviously had a rough go, and because he's a ginger, and he seriously feels inferior, like uh, attractive wise, and he can't believe that he's actually in her presence because she's so beautiful. It's like these are things you're not supposed to tell true. the woman you're trying. Yeah, to Yeah, it's, it's not attractive. It, it's it's real, it and then then again. A sympathy rose. So we have two sympathy right. roses in this episode. The, these guys have no chance whatsoever. I agree. The, the play with JoJo is not to act like you're some noob that's never been in Don't love be or thirsty. have his heart broken. You want to act like she you've closed many, many hoes in the past, but you're looking to settle down. That's yeah. the kind of and guy she likes. you know how to handle a woman like JoJo. This is why she held on to Chad so for the, so long. This episode basically ends with Chris Harrison the next morning, shows up, um, and... Evan takes him outside. Well, he he shows up to tell the guys there's not going to be a cocktail party. There's going to be a pool party. And then as he leaves, Evan follows him outside to basically daub on him, Chad, yes. to Chris. Yes. And tell Chris all the shit that's been going on with Chad. So Chris comes back inside, takes Chad outside, and gives him this like really like sort of bullshit lecture about how they take violence really seriously. Um, Chad goes back inside. It looks like he's ready to fight everyone. Um, and that's where we end. Yes. Monday night. Monday night's episode. And so for the record, I think we can all agree. If Evan hadn't made himself so germane, so integral to Chad's storyline, he's Uh, long gone by this point, right? Like he's not, he's an inconsequential character, except that he's made himself a little more important right. and kept himself around. So Chris around. Harrison basically says to Chad, look, you need to go and talk to the guys and try to like settle this down. Okay. So Chad goes back inside and does this like his version of an apology to the guys. And yeah. Evan's like, no, I want a, an apology and a new shirt. You owe me a shirt. You owe me a shirt. Yeah. Um, so, so he's like, okay, I'll give you 20 bucks. So, <laughs> um, all the guys are either shirtless or in tank tops. So we get to like see their all of their really bad tattoos yeah there's a lot of them there's a lot of them then jojo shows up for the pool party it's just one chick bunch of dudes it's the gayest the gayest pool party i've ever seen playing games chicken with a bunch of dudes and like yes chilling on like pool toys it's a pool party with one chick also didn't they shoot this in january yeah it was in pennsylvania well, they weren't, was, in Pens- they weren't in Pennsylvania no, like, yet. Oh, the not pool yet. in February would have been freezing. It was freezing. So Jordan and, Jage, um, and JoJo spend some more time together, some more one-on-one time together doing the pool party day, and things are definitely heating up between the two of them. Big time. Big time. Yeah. She wants him to be a bit more vulnerable, though, so we'll see what happens. Um, I think that, that she, she's like kind of, um, yeah, it, he's, he's the total former jock, just like yep. what's his name from what's, his, what's her name season, the, uh, uh, the right, former exactly. football player. Like, 
He's not going to give it up. That he's, one. He has been through so much in his lifetime, so much trim is what I mean. Yes. That he just does. He's never going to give her what she's looking for, but she's going to eat it up. She's a a well-known Jersey chaser. Yes. But what, the, but what he did do, he didn't give her anything that she wanted verbally, but he did very seductively touch her legs and ass the entire time. Yeah, well, and he looked, he looked deeply He's into her very eyes. very touchy feely. And right now Jordan is the front runner, but something happens later in this episode that somebody's starting to give him a run for his money. Okay, so let's just finish up the pool party. Chad and Jojo <laughs> have a talk. He tries to make it seem like everything's fine. Then Evan, in very a very passive aggressive power play, interrupts them to tell her that everything is the opposite of fine. Yeah, Evan's a little bitch. Also, He's gotta go. Chad, um, Jojo, and Derek are talking, and Chad overhears Derek also talking about him. So he goes and confronts him in the kitchen, takes him into the other room. And Derek looks terrified of Chad, but he manages to stand there. He's actually pretty smart. Yeah, I think Derek he, did okay for himself well, there. He knows how to he knows how to use his words, yeah. which Chad does not. Also, so he's he, a Chad is on a bit of a loss. He's like, "Here's the deal, dude. If she asks me a question, I'm going to answer it. I don't want to be your roommate because I find you a little scary. Yeah. What do you want from me? D- Derek's not giving up a lot of size to Chad either. I mean, they were standing eye to eye. Uh, Derek's a big dude. Yeah, Chad still he's, was taller. He's but bigger. He's vascular. Then we go he's the, got a lot of so veins. Then we, go to the ro- then we go to the rose ceremony. We don't know what's going to happen, but Chad ends up getting the last rose. Big upset. Right. And Ali, Nick, and Christian are all sent packing, which is no surprise. Christian had to go. Nick, I'm still confused. I think he's the guy that dressed as Saint Nick yeah, on the first night. Right. I'm yeah. shocked he was still there. Me too. Ali, I'm a little bummed to see go. But yeah, I wanted to see. Might have been him. a bit too ethnic for JoJo. Uh, he had because he has genuine ethnic. fangs yes. and the, the uh, 9:30 a.m. Uh, shadows. Yes, he shaves no fewer than five to six times a game. Also, n- not positive, but we by this point, JoJo might have seen his opening package where he's skateboarding with a tiny white Maltese <laughs> pulling him down the strand. So that that could have been it. So after the rose ceremony, they pack their bags and head for Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, um, and can I say, yeah. can, can I mention something that JoJo tells the guys? Yes. Yeah. Like they have to come up with creative ways to say we're, we're skipping town. And she's like, I'll tell you what, I want to leave the drama behind. I want to go to a different place. I'm not going to tell you where we're going to go, but pack your bags. We're going to leave the drama and behind. Yeah, and, and we're thinking, never coming back. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the exact same group of guys, the same chemistry of guys are going to the different city. You do know that the drama follows right. wherever you go. Right. right. It's not. <laughs> it's not like a poltergeist in the house. Wherever you go, there you are. And then they then they get, they so they go to Pennsylvania and they get there. And I believe it's JoJo that says, and I quote, it feels so good to be in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I feel like she's the first person ever yeah, to say that. <laughs> so they get to the hotel and Luke receives the one-on-one day card. Oh, yeah. um, Luke is wearing a, a very, like a tragically metro outfit. He has on pretty much a matching <laughs> leather jacket to Jojo, but yeah. in black. And she has the brown one. Yeah. So they're in the woods. They get there's a hot tub in the woods. I'm I'm assuming that's a, a, attached to the hotel that they're staying at. Um, he's got his dog tags on still. Um, they get in the scalding hot water. Well, they made it seem like he was going to get nude, and then he came out in his boardies. Like, 
Wait. What's big jip no, there? No one. And I will say this: I, did, I thought nude. he was getting nude. Yes, Jason. I don't, I don't know if JoJo has looked hotter than in that blue bathing suit at that in that scene. Got to agree. My she's God. got a fit yeah, little package on her. Good. Yeah, she's she's put together. I like her. So they get in the hot tub, and Luke um, tells JoJo all about his past. How he, yeah. you know his you know, um, time in the army, how he lost his best friend, um, in Afghanistan and that he had to get reconnected to his emotions and that he's a very emotional guy. So he, I don't know. I don't know if you could hear it or not, but the entire, I mean, I, have been a Luke fan since the get go, by the way, I'm the, I'm the Luke guy of record. You were an early adopter of Luke. I think Chad's great TV, but I think Luke is a sweetheart who should, who should, be the person at the end but he here, seems like but, a stand-up guy yeah yeah and as he was talking and telling his story literally saying all the right things yes. i don't know if you guys heard it but i could you could hear her getting wet yes there there was i was just gonna say that jason she so gross jay stew so jay stew exactly you're absolutely right she uh, was jojo eating it up. had three rivers of her own um, she was eating it up. Her and own effluence Luke, at that point. Luke maneuvered himself into first place position. Big time. Well, I wouldn't say take. first place, but he's definitely a contender. He's He's been in the shit in Fallujah. He's- you wouldn't say it's first place, but I... I'm going on record saying he is maneuvered into first He's place. seen some shit. He went to West Point and he's come out the other side and he's like, I'm living every day like it's my last. I appreciate life. I'm reconnecting to my emotions. He's saying the type of shit that guys don't say. Unless, but he also means it. He's in, very authentic. Right, unless they're trying to do it on purpose. But this guy has lived the kind of life that most of us will never, thankfully, have to, things we'll never have to go through. And he's come out the other side, and he's he's presenting it in a way that's very authentic. And yes. JoJo was eating it up. I didn't really care yeah. for Luke that much, but um, like after hearing him talk about himself a little bit more, I'm I'm more into it. I mean, big. I'm not big into Luke either, mostly because he clearly spends a lot of time with a blow dryer. But <laughs> the dude, the dude, kind of won me over at this point. He's genuine, man. He's he a is. genuine He's article. Jojo also made a comment but, about how he was in impeccable condition. He's in good time. shape. And he's the thing is, that guy's got a thousand yard stare. And you could tell, you could just tell by looking at him that he's been through something intense. And I'm not sure that he's completely as over it as he makes it out. Yeah. yeah that same, that same damaged, mysterious look yes. that could possibly lead to him doing a murder suicide. Right. Also really is a big hit with the lady. It's true. It's true. That's that's working for him at this point. Well, Jojo refers to it as um being mysterious. Yeah. He's definitely She's into how mysterious he is. He's hometowns for sure at this point and he may okay. even be fantasy suites. All right, group date is a football theme date. We've got some pro NFL yeah. football players in the house including in a really Great choice by ABC, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, accused rapist, Ben accused Roethlisberger. Ra- accused yeah. rapist. So, yeah. great, great choice Always there. a little awkward to see him Jordan announces that he has a clear advantage over everyone because he was a pro footballer. Um, and he is the all-time QB. He's really feeling himself. Um, Wells was surprisingly good. Uh, shocked by that. And Evan... 
caught the ball. Yeah. What What, what do you think was going on? But he there? also got a bloody nose J- at the same time. Yeah, he's got a he's so got a getting big... another nosebleed when you cancels out catching the ball. Also, that the honker of his, like every nosebleed could be a couple of pints. Yeah. Uh, Jay Stu, what do you think? Do you think they um, cooked? Some of that to let let Evan catch a ball downfield because these guys were getting open. They were getting behind the defense. They were looking back. Also, Jordan Rogers, he's okay, but I did see him throw to the wrong shoulder a couple times. Like not he he threaded the needle on a couple, but also a few bad throws on his part, including the last one. I thought it was bullshit that they let him be an automatic quarterback, that they they allowed him to partake in an activity that is football. I think that was way too wheelhouse. They should have made him play DB. It was like Grant in the, yeah. in the fireman. I, I hated it. I, yeah. I hated it. And and him him bragging about dropping dimes What yeah. on, 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 on bachelors that were covering your guys, you were dropping dimes. Oh, but I, I will sad. say this. Yeah. As they were playing, Ben and uh, JoJo were talking on the sidelines, and she's such a jersey chaser. Like, you could tell, like, as Ben's, like, trying to ask her about all the other guys, she's looking at him and thinking, I would let this guy rape me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, Jason. Jason Stewart. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't expecting Wells to make plays. He made a couple plays, but then he made a key mistake he didn't tuck that football in at no. the game. Got, got his pocket stolen. picked by yeah. Derek, who went the distance. He did and ended up winning for the blue team. Derek Krasinski went the length of the field. And I'll be honest, this is going to come back to haunt Wells in terms of his relationship with the other guys. Did yeah. you also got, did you guys get the sense too that, I mean, they they did no favors to the guys with those football jerseys. It's like if there was a football player and the village people, they would be wearing those jerseys. They were very sparkly. They looked like what Jessica Simpson would wear to the game when she was going out with Tony Romo. Yes. Like they look like yes. the chick version of a real jersey. <laughs> yes. Um, so Jordan ends up getting the group date rose later yeah. in the evening. Um, back at the hotel, the last date card arrives, and it's um, predictably – a two-on-one day between Chad and Alex. Um, these two immediately start getting into it again with a- Alex saying, oh, lay you the fuck out, bitch. Yeah. Um, and Chad keeps asking everyone if they want to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone in the room. You want to go outside? Let's go. And Grant did that thing where he's like, yeah, and but then just sat there. I love Grant it when people was, do that. Grant was talking a lot of shit. When they clearly the don't want to go outside, but they're like, yeah, I do. A lot of couch shit talking going on. Yeah. Um, but Chad's crazy. Yeah, he's unwell. <laughs> and the guys have like caught on to that. Like they're now saying he's mentally unwell. It's always a little awkward the way they chill on the couch. It's always very uncomfortable for me. They're getting ready to leave on the date and little Alex is like shoved in between two dudes and he's like, okay, ready to go. And he's like, got to push him, like unwedge himself from between the hips of two other dudes because he's, he's like viced in there. Because they all have to sit on the same couch. I mean, so it's figure the, out a better way to get the shot. It's the next day. Again, yeah. Yet again, Chad defies convention. I'm guessing the producer's, like mandate you're supposed to be sitting on the couch, but he, he sits on the sidelines. Yeah. I'm not sitting with 20 other dudes. He sits and, behind everyone. Yeah. And, and the best TV in that awkward moment, and it was a great awkward silence moment, was Evan. Like 
he is just so transparently a vagina yeah. and he's just great TV. He's a he, huge woman. he was the most uncomfortable out of everybody, of course. Always. All right. So it's the next day. It's the morning of the date. Um, Chad is pretty on edge. He overhears the guys talking about the date um, and how they're all like rooting for Alex, of course. And then he and Jordan get into it. And Chad threatens to come find Jordan after the show ends to kick his ass. Yeah. That was a little weird. You think you're safe for now. When right. this ends, you will go home. You don't think I will find you. <laughs> and I'll be honest, not to like not to break the bubble, the Truman show like bubble of the bachelor, but as I'm watching that, I'm thinking to myself, if I have a piece of luxury real estate to list in the Tulsa area and I'm <laughs> looking to to list that with somebody that's really going to get me top dollar. After this, would you use Chad? I don't think that I'm going to, first of all, I would never hire a realtor called Chad in the first place. But beyond that, this guy, Chad, I've seen this guy threaten people's lives on TV. I've seen him say, I will come to your house. I will find out where you live. And he's going to know where I live. What if there's some sort of dispute over him getting his three and a half percent? All I could think of was like, Oh, I wonder if Jordan lives with his parents. Yeah, and Chico. All right, so the two dudes get in a chopper off. They go um, into the woods to meet JoJo to go hiking. They got backpacks on. They pretend they have to cut twigs off branches. That was weird. Why were they chopping at things? Why did they have machetes? I don't know. It's all yeah, for, they, they it's never all, explained it's that. All for yeah. show. Just like go around the log, dude. You just. Like, so then they get to the they get to the river and they lay out a picnic blanket and off Chad and Jojo go to talk and he spends the entire time alone with her telling her how much Chad sucks. So then she has to confront Chad about everything Alex told her. Um, and the talk does not go well for Chad. See, Alex, Alex is kind of a little bitch too. Yeah, like he Alex is. and Evan, all they talk the about is Chad. Is, like Chad should know that this is going to come. He's got nothing prepared. He does not know how to use his words. No, he doesn't. He, he gets tongue tied, and he's like, "Well, it's, I don't have any choice. They just keep pushing me." She's like pushing. Well, me she out. asked him pointed questions, and he right. he couldn't really so lie, but he was Chad, trying to lie. Chad's minutes are numbered, um, yeah. and think- he gets up and he throws his metal cup into the river. Um, he goes back and sits with Alex, and he says, "I'm not very happy with you. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed." Is somebody? If, if again, it seems like I do this every episode, but I do encourage if you haven't watched the uh, the show and you're going to watch it because you hear us talking about and it. And by the show, you mean the companion piece to this podcast, yeah, the TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah. You should go. You should go to this scene because really the first red flag. I mean, not the first red flag because I think I told you in the first after the first episode that I think that Chad might be a plant. Like he's too good of a villain. Mm-hmm. You should go and look at this scene. He he acts perfectly in other words he doesn't like lose his temper right away he lays down he takes a couple deep breaths like almost in a dramatic moment he so that sits, everybody can get the lighting and the camera yeah. work correct and then he reach he's thrown his other cup into the river and i found it interesting that he then reaches over and grabs the thermos mug that's sitting there almost like right. this scene has been rehearsed uh-huh. and that's, that's, that's his drink because i'm like I'm if that was his drink from before it would be cold by now Interesting. <laughs> but but it was almost like that scene to me, and reality TV is all scripted, don't get me wrong, but that scene to me was like, that was so perfectly done. It was almost like they they rehearsed that, and he, he delivers that, the line I perfectly. That, I had that feeling too. What, what's the line, Jace, do? 
keep my name. Oh, wait, no, no. What did he say? He said, I'm not, ve- what did he, he say? Said, I'm not very happy. I'm not happy very with happy you. with you. I'm not but he's, mad. He's, right. I'm just and he's, he said it in a very, like, and it was a very, very, me- in a very measured, slow yeah. kind of delivery. Yeah. So, anyways, I would love our our, uh, our listeners' uh, viewpoint on that. If if any, if I've learned anything in this past episode, I think I'm more convinced than ever that there are plants in these reality shows, and that Chad was a plant. Uh, he's I, too no, he's too perfect. He is. That's what I'm saying. But, he's too perfect. But he isn't like it's just like you're saying. Rather than take the two breaths, a, a planted staged actor would just react right away because that is what you would expect. But this Chad, he's a little off, you know, he doesn't do exactly what you're going to, what you're expecting in the way you expect him to do it. He's because he's a maniac. He's a crazy person. So Jojo's having a hard time deciding what to do. I mean, she knows what she's going to do, but she feels a little bad because she reminds us that Chad's mom died six months ago, yeah. and maybe he is just um, having a little. Maybe he's struggling. She says so. She's she gets a little bit teary, but and ultimately she comes back. She sits down in between the two guys. Oh yeah, I like and that. She turns to Chad, and she basically um, just tells him off for using physical violence and threatening people, and says, "You're not like what I'm looking for. This isn't gonna work out." And then she turns and gives Alex a rose. Right in um, Chad's face and then gets up and says, I'm going to say goodbye to you now. No hug, nothing. And then just walks off with Alex into the woods where they kiss. Um, And Chad is super pissed that he let let go. Um, And then he says that she must be an actress or fucking crazy. Yeah. Am I being pranked right now? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then the episode ends with Chad stomping through the woods in the dark almost with that serial killer whistle on loop and he arrives back at the house where the guys are yeah and he knocks on the door only serial killers whistle by the way and one of the guys says that's chad knocking on the door and they're yeah. like are you serious and that's where it ends. yeah it's Here shot they they're in the woods here's fucking <laughs> michael myers at the door a couple things jojo was made to take two very sketchy modes of transportation one, a biplane, I'd be like, fuck that. Like, don't even try to put that in the contract because I'm not riding in a biplane. And then also <laughs> a chopper. She took a chopper and a biplane in back-to-back days. Very sketchy, playing with her life. Also, I felt the rose, the um, the rose that she gave to Alex was very much a pity rose. I She did not, she's not into Alex at all. She did not want, but- Well, she, it was, a, it was the, the best of a bad choice situation. I, I saw shades of a Chris Souls in the, um, in the Badlands with Ashley S. and the Widow at that point where he's <laughs> like, hey, guess what? Neither of you are getting a rose. Right. I'm getting the next chopper out of here. Yeah. Peace. Uh, but yeah, she gave the rose to Alex. And, she but kissed I don't, him too. Yeah, she kissed him. But I don't, I don't, I don't expect to see Alex around too long. I'm not feeling it for those two. Yeah. Jason so, Stewart, any thoughts? Just, yeah, and I, I think that, I think you're right in that Alex is still shorter than her. So no matter what, what he right. may have won today, he's not going to get anything moving forward. And the thing that, that was great about the Chad drama was not only the whistling, but also putting the, uh, the nails on the glass. Yeah. And then, and then we see in the <laughs> next episode in two weeks that 
there's going to be some drama, which yeah. I think is unheard of, right? Typically, when they say goodbye, they have to leave the premises and there's no communication with the rest of the dudes. So, again, uh, defying convention, Chad's going to uh, create some more great TV. Well, it's weird that he took a helicopter to wherever they went, but then was able to just walk back. <laughs> Did the helicopter yeah. just go straight up and straight down? Very, very strange set of circumstances but yeah it looks to be that the most dramatic episode in the history of the bachelorette is coming in two weeks yeah there yeah. seems to be a lot of shit going on yeah. that has nothing to do with chat yes right i don't know guys that was great yeah it was good i mean petros can say what he wants to say jay stew about yeah. your podcast but i think that we collectively have the best takes on the show i love of- petros all of the Petros is welcome of, to join this all of our podcast. podcast anytime he'd like. Yeah, well, you you heard what he said, right, Brad? When yeah, uh, when I when I I tried to call him out on on insulting me indirectly, and he's like, "No, I just wanted to give you a chance to, to uh, plug your podcast." Well, on the show. He is, yeah. The guy's a radio pro. He knows what's up. So I hope he did plug it. The Bachelor <laughs> but, but, Lifestyle from the theballerlifestyle.com. But on the show afterwards, on his show afterwards, he prefaced his Bachelorette report by saying, I mean, Chase Stew's got a podcast, and then he has an issue with Danny Cannell having one. Well, Danny that, I, I agree with him there. Danny Cannell's got no takes. No. This is, this is a take-a-palooza. That's right. <laughs> this, is, this is where you get real, unabridged, unfiltered information and opinion. That's what we do here. Okay. Excellent job. I guess no show for two weeks. So until then, for Jason Stewart, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you in two weeks. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Later. Yeah. With his black beanie, he walks in the dead of night. Only way to see him is if he's lit up by streetlights. He's slightly taller than the average human.